two, three, four. Hello, everybody. It is May 22nd, 2020. Welcome to the Olive Podcast. It's been a while since I have said anything on here. Obviously, with the craziness of COVID, that Robin and I have obviously had a harder time to get together. She spent some time out in BC, and I've been in Calgary, so... Here we are, back again. You're just with Rambler Ray again. I just figured I might as well come in and chit-chat and see what's going on because I love the podcast and I'm sad when it's not going. So I figured something's better than nothing, even if you only get half of the whole podcast. Um, I thought today I've been really interested in poetry the last, I would say, year and a half or so. And I figured I would read you some of my favorite because why? not and you're on a podcast so you have to listen to what I say I suppose that would be a thing because you chose to listen to the podcast anyways this woman's name is Mary Oliver she is just such a beautiful writer and I figured it would be nice to hear a poem so it's called daisies here it goes It is possible, I suppose, that sometimes we will learn everything there is to learn, what the world is, for example, and what it means. I think that I am crossing from one field to another in summer, and the mockingbird is mocking me, as one who is either knows enough already or knows enough to be perfectly content not knowing. Song being born of quest, he knows this. He must turn silent where he suddenly assaulted with answers. Instead, oh, hear his wild, causing, tender, wobbling, ceaselessly unanswered. At my feet, the white-petaled daisies display a small sums of their centerpiece. There, if you don't mind me saying so, their hearts. Of course I could be wrong. Perhaps their hearts are pale and narrow and hidden in the roots. What do I know? But this... It is heaven itself to take what is given, to see what is plain, what the sun lights up willingly. For example, I think this as I reach down, not to pick, but to merely touch. The sustainability of the field for the daisies and the daisies for the field. As I said, that's Mary Oliver. I just have found in the midst of all this COVID stuff, how much beauty and how much stuff you could actually keep yourself busy with. I'm really curious to know what you guys have been doing all of this time, because obviously I haven't been seeing a lot of people and I haven't been doing any hair. I've just been chilling. I've just been catching up on all the stuff that makes my life full outside of work. Um, I hate saying, um, I'm trying not to say that because that's a weird thing, especially when you're listening to me speak. Ricky Fowler always says that, um, it was a pretty good day out there. Um, got stuck in a sand trap. Um, couldn't make first place. Um, no birdies for me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, but Ricky Fowler always says I'm on his things, but he's a crowd pleaser. People love him. I'm waiting for Peyton Matt. Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, and Tiger Woods to play golf. I'm like quite certain that's not happened yet. Let's Google it and see what's up. Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods match. Let's see, because I'm so curious. Uh, UFC has finally 
come back, which is really exciting because obviously there's not been a lot of sports going on, which has been so, so sad. Um, I have loved watching the UFC fight nights the last few. Justin Gaethje's fight night was so good. Francis Ngannou, he knocked his opponent out in, I think it was 20 seconds. I'm just so grateful that the UFC is back fighting. They've been doing it with no crowd, so it's kind of weird because the stadium's actually silent, but you can hear every fucking punch. It's so crazy. How heavy these guys are actually hitting each other is bonkers. It's crazy how hard they hit each other, but I'm just so happy it's back. So there's some sports going on. I hear baseball's getting geared up to go golf. Um, is golf going? I don't know. I haven't actually followed the news on that one. So I should check and see. I know that, um, hockey, I think is trying to get up and going. Uh, it's just so weird. What the hell? I'm just looking what's good here for Manning and Brady. Are they good at golf? The odds of it? Are they playing for money? When does, when the hell does this get going? I would love to see Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning play golf. Like, that sounds amazing. Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern. There's a news article that I'm looking at that says they're playing this Sunday, I think. So that Sunday would be the 24th. Let's see here. Sunday, May 24th. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. I um, listen to a lot of um, Bill... Oh my gosh, I can't say Bill Burr because he's so, so funny. I die laughing at him. He just chit chats about nothing and it's a lot about sports, whatever is angry to him. And because he's a comedian, he's absolutely hilarious. So I just die in stitches, but he's always Googling stuff and saying that he can't talk and Google at the same time. But I've just realized neither can I, because that was really hard to Google and talk anything other than what I was typing out. It's funny how you can't do that. The brain is so divided that what you're typing, what you're reading is kind of what you're saying out loud. And it's vice versa. You can't really read and then speak something else, which is strange. The brain is such a fascinating place. Um, For any of you who don't know and probably don't even know or care, but here we are. I've applied for school to psychology because I want to learn how to get people out of their heads and know about their brains a bit more and just understand themselves in a proper healthy way. I've been a hairstylist for almost 12 years. In December, it'll be officially 12 years, which is fucking nuts that I ended up being in this industry for so long. I thought that I was getting into hair for a minute, you know, I didn't expect this career to take over as much as it has, but it's been a beautiful career. I've had so much fun. I've met so many people. I've learned so much about different walks of life. As a hairstylist, you get to talk to everybody because everyone needs a haircut. Anybody from the local policeman, the mailman, the garbage man, a skateboarder kid, a little five-year-old who likes dinosaur boots, a kid who's in school that you watch grow up over the years, who plays hockey and baseball. Um, I've met some really good friends through hair, and I've had so much fun creating art on people's heads. That being said, 
everybody brings problems to their hairstylist, which is kind of interesting. I think because I'm completely third party to most of these people, so I don't really have an area in their life that's important other than their haircut or hairstyle. So they see me, you know, once every six weeks and they tell me everything that's going on in their lives, good or bad. They tell me problems they've been having with their friends, wedding party dramas. You know, it's just endless what people will tell their hairstylist. And it's not like I've ever just had all their secrets and I've got a dirty black book of everything everyone's ever told me. No way. But it's been very fascinating to hear how people's brains are working or what problems they find heavy in their life because I think problems are all a bit of perspective. So if you're struggling with a friend problem, but everything else in your life is going amazing, it's not that your problem's not valid to someone who's starving in Africa. It's just that it's a perspective thing. So if you're able to take yourself out of the perspective of, well, these are just my problems, it's interesting to hear how other people see the world or what problems are really heavy to them. Because again, it's all about perspective. I think that you could be going through life in the exact same format I am, but you would find different problems along the road. So it's fascinating to me how people deal with it, what they're going to do with it, if they're going to fix it, if it's just the baseline of problems that they never deal with. Do they love the drama in their lives? As Taylor Swift says, um, what does she say as I just about quote her? Uh, I'm pretty sure she says, I'm not a fan of the drama. The drama loves me as, or something in that sense. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe you don't feel like you love drama, but you're always surrounded by it. And I just want to know how to alleviate that or how to actually deal with all of these things that we're all struggling with in a really educated manner. I would love to learn about people's brains and I'd love to help educate as much as I could once that happens. So I'm going to be going to school in January, starting for my undergrad, and then I'll be in for my master's, and then I'll be in for my PhD. And then when I'm 65, I'll go back to school because it's fucking free to get my doctrine. And then I'll become a professor when I'm 60, I don't know, fucking 67. Why not, right? That would be so cool if I could just sit there and talk to people about their brains. And I'm just so excited for this future of psychology because I think it's such an important thing to understand your brain. And it's fascinating to me that that's the one thing that most people don't understand, your own brain, how you're wired, how you think, how you react to situations. I'm not saying I've got it all figured out, but I certainly take time to think about it. Um, So I'm really excited for this new journey. I would love to also get into sports psychology so I can just deal with athletes. I think that dealing with, quote, everyday people, end quote, is amazing and fascinating and I love to know about that too but I also would like to work with athletes I think because I'm so fascinated by the sport especially for example UFC who's mentally prepared to take more of a punishment you know even if me and Susie Joe, Susie Joe and I I suppose if we're doing proper English actually go we agree to a fight we're gonna be ready for this so 
we're going five rounds, five five-minute rounds for the Ultimate Fighting Championship belt. It's kind of like... If her and I had both trained exactly the same, cleaned up our diets or our walking weights a little bit lighter, da 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 da, we were both working on our jujitsu, our kickboxing, our whatever, boxing. I actually really love boxing. I can't wait for COVID to end so I can get back to boxing. Oh, so excited. Okay, so say Susie, Joe, and myself have trained exactly the same. Basically, we have the same coaches, just different camps. It's like we get in the ring and it needs to be such a mental headspace as well. Obviously, you need to know the skill. I'm taking a sip here. It's morning and I need some coffee in my body. Anyway, so say we've got the exact same skill set. We're at the exact same level. Her and I both have trained jujitsu the exact same. We both know kickboxing and all of the other beautiful Muay Thai, whatever you want. Who's got the mental strong, who's got the stronger mental game? Susie, Joe, and I might be able to both take punishment, but when does one of us decide that it's enough? When do you call it quits? Because I think, especially in UFC, when it's seriously fist against fist, it really is like brutal strength against brutal strength and mental stability. If you're not ready to take the punishment for 25 minutes, perhaps getting rocked and still wanting to rock the other girl to try and knock her out... You won't win. It's just as simple. Are you a brawler? Do you have that mental headspace to take the pain and still plug forward? And I just find that completely fascinating because obviously that's a bit of an extreme example for an everyday life because often or not often, maybe you love to fight. Maybe you're lacing up your hiking boots right fucking now and I don't know about it. But for the most part, most of us aren't getting into fist fights. So it's how are your mental game for other things? Like, how do you feel about going out to a COVID laced world? How do you feel about going to Safeway to get groceries? Are you scared of it? Is your mental headspace really in a jamble right now? Or are you finding time for meditation, reading, just calming yourself, finding time for cardio to kind of get that headspace back in your head? I think that's why I love athletes is because generally they've got a baseline of where they stand mentally. And I find that sometimes, again, quote, average people, we're not always thinking about that, which I think is a bit sad. So maybe as I talk here and sort myself out, maybe it's like I want to work with athletes, but I do want to work with average people because how nice would it be for you just going about your day to know you've got that mental headspace that gets you through life, that you can live a beautiful, happy life without having this hindrance of being worried about life so much because what is life? It's such a strange event. Nobody really knows what we're doing here. Nobody really has an answer of what is life? What is this thing? It's just... We're here, so why not make the best of it? Why not find something that makes you ultimately so very happy so you can just live your life in a genuine peace? And like Mary Oliver, she's just... I think this is why I love her poetry now that I'm circling back to her. It's just that... Everything she writes about is about nature and and how wonderful this world really is and how she finds the beauty in absolutely everything she looks at. 
What a fascinating and beautiful mindset. If you could just walk down the street and see beauty in everything, why wouldn't you want that in your life? It's just... I think I want the world to be a better place, as I'm sure 90% of people do. I just want to find my piece of the puzzle in that. Like, how do I support this world in the best way that I can possibly do in my limited being? You know, we're each born with our own skill set and are each... We have, I think that anybody could do anything. I think if you took 10 kids from across the world, all in completely different backgrounds, growing up in some completely different cultures, brought them all to one space, the UFC secret island, for example, where nobody knows where it is, and then trained them all to be doctors. I think that some would struggle with the schooling. I think some would really hate the schooling. I think some would love the schooling. I think some would excel academically, I think then some would excel hands-on. But at the end of the day, I think you'd get 10 very competent and very caring doctors. But... I think that for three of them, they might not just have a passion for it. Maybe more of them, maybe only three of them out of 10, maybe only one out of 10 would really have a passion for medicine, caring for people, dealing with ailments, etc. But how beautiful is it that we live in a world that you're not constrained to only becoming a doctor, an accountant. When you think about careers, it's so fun because there's, there really is unlimited. When you're a kid and you're like, okay, I'll be a ballerina an astronaut or a school teacher. Those are the only three things that exist because every little girl has at least at one point, I think, at least I was a part of this, wanted to be a ballerina. And I think every little boy, at least me growing up and the kids in my class wanted to be an astronaut because that was the fucking coolest. You'd go to space and you're in a, you're just, you're the shit. Basically you're exploring space and also space is fucking cool. And then of course a teacher because you're being taught by a teacher. So it seems like the only other career choice, but when you take that lens off of, I'm not constrained to one path, it's just mind blowing how many different ways you could go down. You want to be in medicine? Well, great. You don't have to be a doctor. You could be a surgeon. You could be a midwife. You could be an optometrist. You could be a dermatologist. I think dermatologist has to go through all the medicine stuff. I don't know about optometry either, but you know what I mean? There's so many different things. You could be in kinesiology and becoming a physiotherapist or specializing physio to become whatever. I don't know all these routes and paths, but that's just for one example. The stems that go out is kind of like a root system. You plant a root and it grows deep, deep, deep roots. I think that's what each and every career has. You want to work at Safeway because you love groceries and talking to people. Great. I think that you could be a cashier and then move up to management and then do this. And then you start ordering for Safeway and then you start deciding that you want to do more local food. You want to do all this stuff. It's just the root systems are so heavy and strong and such a variant that it's so cool that you can use them all. Wow. So I have rambled for almost 20 minutes and it's been not really consistent about anything, but it's been a fun time. My roommate, because I have a roommate right now, her name is Melissa, she's amazing, is on her way home and I figure I will stop talking to you guys because when she gets home, we're going to want to chat. But I just want you guys to feel encouraged. 
COVID is here. It's probably here to stay forever. I'm not sure what the future holds, but I know that if you want to change your future, go ahead and do that. This world is so beautiful and there's so much to experience and learn and grow and see the beauty in absolutely everything we touch. I think that can be as simple as walking outside and finding a stone you really like. Doesn't mean you have to pick it up and bring it home. Maybe you love having a stone collection because my client Chancellor Button thought that I had a stone collection for a while, but I didn't mean stone. I meant record collection because I like vinyl. But she thought I liked actual stones, which is really, really funny. Anyways, I just think if you're into stones, love it. But I just, I would want everyone to feel encouraged to just embrace everything they are and just enjoy what they are. Just because you don't seem to fit into one single box doesn't mean that's a bad thing. I think it's a beautiful thing because then you can make your own pathway. You fucking love plants. Maybe you should become a botanist. Is that what they're called when they take care of plants and cultivate them and... I don't know, could you like splice DNA of a bamboo in a bird of paradise and get something new? Like a bird of bamboo? Yeah, creative, right? Good one. Anyways, I hope you all have a lovely week. I plan on being doing these a bit more often so that we can stay connected. Send me a note, comment, question below, and I'll be sure to get back to you. So talk to you soon, you beautiful humans, and we'll see you later.